When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life, but when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 171 of Swish and Flick. I'm Megan. (laughs) I'm Katie. I'm, I guess, Sarah. <laughs> I'm Tiffany. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Wait, is Katie not on the podcast? <laughs> Did anyone say she did? Oh, what the heck? Was I here? <laughs> Sorry. I was so focused on trying to think of what I was going to say. I blocked out everything. Mm. The stress. Anxiety the stress problem. of it all. So, uh, Veronica O'Connor, this episode is sponsored by you. It's going to be a doozy. Can we do a good thank you? Yeah. How do you want to do it? Yeah. How we used to do it. Like, thank you. Thank okay. you. Ready? So, me, May, Katie, Sasa. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you know, Skype, man. So it's not Good, the same. Man. It's not the same. Veronica, It'll that's for up. you. It'll line up. Bev I think this is work. like the worst episode. <laughs> uh, well, let's, half of the worst episode. Let's go then. Today we will be discussing. I think it might be the worst. Memory. <laughs> the, the first half of chapter 28 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix with a side of fries is Snape's worst <laughs> memory. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to waddle your way into the details. Makes mouse tails. I just want to no, say one no, thing. No. If Weekly you think about it, nope. think about a good part in your life. We are not a part of Snape's worst memory. So we got that going for us. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you for that little, uh, little interjection <laughs> of knowledge <laughs> that we're not part of a fictional character's memory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She has tears in her eyes. I love it. Who does? You do. No, I don't. Aww. 
Your eyes are not glistening with the ghost fact, Matter of fact, they are not. <laughs> okay, so the weekly profit this week is to remind everybody that we have the 12 Days of Swishmas happening on December 1st through actually the 14th now because we have 14 participants. Um, so it is the 14 Days of Swishmas, but... Which is like what, in two days? It is two days. So if you're listening in real time, this is two days away from the day that this episode is released. So it's Tuesday, December 1st. I want to tell everybody the name of all of the shops that are participating. I do not know the order in which they're going to be released quite yet. Um, But I can at least tell you their names and then you guys can find them on Etsy or just like search for their website and you guys can like they're all on Instagram um so you can like go and follow them on Instagram or Facebook um just to like give them some love but the list of the participants is first up is magically styled so um there's a ton of stuff that they offer t-shirts mag magazines t-shirts stickers (laughs) keychains ornaments all kinds of stuff um she's on instagram so make sure that you go and follow her uh also akio designs will be giving away something so you guys already know about them that's me and katie is it (laughs) i literally have no idea it is um third is sid sketch she's one of my favorite artists we met her um at LeakyCon. And she does amazing illustrations of like the Marauders, witchy things. Um, She's branching into other fandoms besides Harry Potter now, but love all the stuff that she puts out. It's like illustrations. Um, Bella Nate, which is headbands. If you guys follow me and Katie on Instagram, you've seen me in her headbands before. She's like little bow and knot headbands that are themed to Harry Potter and Disney. Um, Book and Reverie is participating, our favorite candle company. Um, we love them. Next up is Penny Pup Co. For Ooh. all of you pet lovers out there, this is for kitties and doggies. So just be on the lookout uh, there. You mean quality pooches? But thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. And felines. And fancy felines. Mm-hmm. Next up is Orchard Works. This is who Tiffany got her wand from back at LeakyCon in Boston. Do you want to give any shout out, Tiff, or no? Woo, woo! No. (laughs) It just opened a brick and mortar store, which is really cool. So highly congratulatory on that one. And he took the information I had from wizardingworld.com and my my profile and my wand is hazelwood so i got a real hazelwood wand and he took out all of the things he needed and he cut it down and to the specific size which is nine and three quarters because i'm super magical and it's perfect it is the perfect wand and it has a no joke uh, next up is Seeker and Slade. Seeker and Slade was actually a suggestion from a lot of listeners. They have t-shirts with really cute designs um, and like other little accessory things, but they have a website and an Instagram, so check them out there. 
Um, also counter shading who she's a listener. Her name is Lexi. She's the best. I have so much of her artwork hanging in our house. Um, but she's also started getting into these like really cute felt like Mm -hmm. ornaments and garlands and things like that. So that is really fun and like awesome Christmas gifts. Uh, next up is William and Kristen, who we actually all met at Iron Their name sounds super familiar. Really, really, yeah. Like they make really, really cute, uh, like wood laser cut items, um, which are super cute. Next up is Fairy Nerdy, who's also a listener, and she has created a ton of like awesome LGBTQ plus friendly items. Um, that have to do with the fandom. It's just really awesome. Um, next is Covered Under the Stairs, which is another listener, our friend Jess. She makes all kinds of like personalized Potter illustration type fandomy things. It's really cute. She's also super talented. Um, she's on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yes. goes all out, man. All these people do. Yes. Uh, next is Expedition Roasters, oh. which you guys all, I'm sure, know who they are Who's at this that? point. Um, they just gave out. I'm so grateful that they were willing to participate in this because they just gave us a set of copies to do a giveaway with just like for fun. And I was like, hey, I reached out to them and I'm like, I I know that like you guys just gave us a thing for a giveaway. We're doing this like cool Christmas, like 12 days of Christmas thing. Um, even if you just want to like give us a code or something, like whatever, you don't have to participate. And they're like, Of course we will. We'll give away a bag of coffee. I so, love them. Um, so be on the lookout for expedition roasters. And then lastly, Swish is gonna give away something on a day. So be on the lookout for that because we have some new Christmas stuff that we are working on designing and we're going to be dropping before the 12 days of Swishmas. 14 days of Swishmas. Um, so be on the lookout for that. I really hope that I can get it all together and ordered and in and photographed before this. We're going to do our best. So we could do it. Yeah, we can. But yeah, anyway, so that's going to be that's you- going to be the 14 days of Swishmas. And I'm super excited. And again, like all of these shops are doing some sort of giveaway with us um, and most of them have a code for you guys as well so that for people who don't win the giveaway you still get some sort of incentive to like participate like share all that kind of stuff just like show these shops some love we really just want we really just want to like uplift small shops this holiday season because I think it's really important Um, they've had probably the hardest year this year with everything going on with covid um, Amazon doesn't need our help in 2020. The small shops do. So if you can shop small, that is the way to go. And everything is like literally hand touched. It's like made with you love. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's great. truly like, it's just quality stuff that we yes. personally truly love mm-hmm. and can't wait for someone else to like understand why we love them so much (laughs) yeah yeah no i'm like i'm really trying hard this year to like avoid amazon target walmart all those kinds of places and focus on etsy or instagram shops who need help way more than those big corporations this year yep so i've been ordering a lot off of etsy for christmas for Mm -hmm. for people so and i love it 
Etsy's commercials for Christmas have got me this year. Oh my god, they're so good. Have you guys I've seen them seen like any. on oh. YouTube and like on TV and stuff? I have seen oh them. God, they're so good. They're like so emotional. Oh, the Etsy commercials. Like there's this one of this girl who has like a very interesting name and she can never find anything with her name on it anywhere Aww. that they go. And then like for Christmas, she's given a gift of something like with her name spelled correctly because they bought it for her on Etsy. Yeah, that's going to be and I just think that like stuff like that is so special. <laughs> that's Bridget. Yeah, that's Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't have that problem. Everybody's so. name is Sarah. I'm not lying. Everyone's name is also yeah. Katie. Yeah, Megan is not hard to come by. Well, in the 80s, Tiffany was real popular. I think it depends on who you ask. Will you tell me a summary? Just kidding. Tell me a recap. Yeah, we have a Here recap comes yet. recap. Here comes <laughs> recap. Right down memory lane. Go ahead. You Perfect. can go. Short and sweet this and time. The- All right, so... Last time, Harry got got. Mm. And there's a loud car outside. I don't I know did. if you heard that. Um, Umbridge has a whole list of names for Dumbledore's army. Fudge thinks he has Harry and Dumbledore at last. Harry thinks they're totally done for. But Dumbledore dumbles and gets them mm. all out of trouble. No worries. You know he's got style. It's all going to be okay. Well done. I just love it. Dumbledore's Thank got you. style. Mm-hmm. It's the best quote that isn't in the books it is in the books it is in the book say it yes yeah kingsley doesn't say it though oh but not kingsley okay okay okay. god you know i always say it they always give kingsley phineas nigelis's good lines (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say not the same thing as you Okay. It's going to be like, wow, you have a Harry Potter <laughs> podcast and you don't know I that. I know we like <laughs> just talked about we did. that, but literally I literally last time I think. <laughs> okay. Listen. To say that Umbridge's first day as headmistress goes off with a bang is an understatement. There's a new squad in town and they're taking away all the points. Umbridge tries to drug Harry. Fred and George are on their A game. Um, one would say it's lit. I also don't think I finished my summary. I don't think you did either, but I <laughs> I appreciate the use of lit. Uh, you didn't like the goes off with a bang? Her very first day as headmistress. It was a... S- why fireworks. can't... Okay, I can appreciate certain things, but now that you say it, no, I don't like the bang part. <laughs> so Harry has conversations Sarah, with Cho, and then he has conversations-ish with Snape. Not They don't last very long because Malfoy butts his head in. Montague's the Capulets. They're fighting. Oh, not really. I Montague's just back in town. <laughs> just like the boys. Yeah. Is he back in town though? Isn't he kind of like out of no, town? No, he comes back. The boys. Are he back really in had town? to use the toilets. Hello. He's found in a toilet. Was Myrtle there? No, it was on the fourth floor. I looked it yeah, up. That's, un- that's unfortunate. All right. By order of. The Ministry of Magic, Dolores Jane Umbridge, High Inquisitor, has replaced Albus Dumbledore, that's not his full name, as head of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. The above is in accordance with Educational Decree number 28. That's the notice. Is 28 magical? (laughs) 
It is mm. for Kate. It's a number. I'm hitting all that right. bell. These notices <laughs> have gone up all over the school overnight. But even though the educational decree notices were there, that didn't explain how literally everyone in the castle knew about Dumbledore and his grand exit overcoming two oars, the High Inquisitor, the Minister of Magic, and his junior assistant. How? Five peeps. How do they know? Like, how do we think it's the portraits, like, telling the portraits? I think for sure it's the portraits talking. Why, you know? Yeah, I think I mean, so. think about the fat lady. Well, she's she's as, bragging about everything. For sure. As Dumbledore says in the first movie, if not book, it was a complete secret, so naturally right. the whole school. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, how? It just happens. That's just what happens. Portraits, dude. I don't portraits, know. Portraits, dude. I guarantee it was the portraits, because there are so many hanging in that mm-hmm. office, and, like, you can't trust all of them to just keep no. quiet. They're going to brag about happen. their main man, Dumbledore. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had this question earlier. If Percy Weasley is Fudge's junior assistant, who is Fudge's assistant? Who is the assistant to assistant to the assistant? Thank you for acknowledging her wanting What'd to have say? that joke because she said it to me and she's like, You'll never get it. And I was like, I know it's from the office. Well. <laughs> no, but honestly, like this is the, for real time life, that's a question. Is it is it Umbridge? Because that's not her job anymore, but, though. But, I mean... So I why wouldn't he still, get promoted? She title, I would think. Yeah, but she's not assisting him in his everyday she's, matters. But she's senior undersecretary. That's true. She's not, I guess. Of him, not an right? assistant. So is that technically, like, an assistant? Wouldn't I don't that think be that's just... an assistant. That's, like, a different role, I would think. Is it a cinnamon role? So Percy's essentially assistant to the regional manager. Basically. And we don't know who the assistant regional mate. Who's Jim? You know? Who's right. the Jim? Who's the Jim in this situation? Kingsley. Is it Kingsley? Or yeah. who is the Pam? Who is the secret assistant to the assistant to the regional manager? Oh, man. Mathilda Hopkirk. She's just throwing out names of ministry officials. <laughs> I can't stand any of you. Yeah, well, watch the show and you'll have fun. Bro, I don't think the show's for me. Oh, you sicken me. <gasps> so, so funny. I mean, here. to each their own. I just don't, I don't think. Did you try? You can take one bite and say no thank you. No thank you. Sarah is my friend Chris with Shoots Creek. I just don't get how anybody cannot love that show. It's just okay. I watched it. I, I watched the whole series. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it's my Don't favorite show of all time, but it was good. <laughs> we should move on. Because yeah. this is about to get Marietta Tom's too. <laughs> okay. Everywhere <laughs> Harry went in the castle the next day, it was the only topic of conversation. Dumbly's flight of the hippogriff, if you will, yeah. or, you know, just his regular <laughs> flight. And there were also known... But not really. They were made up. Details about that night floating around. Harry even overheard one second year girl assuring another that Fudge was now lying in St. Mungo's with a pumpkin for a head. And first of all, I would really, you know, like to have seen that. So somebody with artistic ability, go ahead and draw that and send it to our email. Swishflickcast at gmail.com. I'm picturing Fudge looking like um animal crossing head from 
No, yeah, kind of, but re- Return from oh. Oz. Which oh returned to us, which is Jack. Doesn't someone yeah, have a pumpkin? Is so is the guy in Animal Crossing. <laughs> so doesn't someone have um, yeah, a right. pumpkin head in Halloween Town? I don't know. Yes. Yes. Meg would know. I've only seen it like twice. <gasps> this is Halloween. I've only seen it like twice, too. I just saw it for the first time. Last so to Harry's surprise, the rest of the details were surprisingly accurate. Everyone seemed to be aware that Harry and Marietta were the only students who actually witnessed the scene in Dumbledore's office. But Marietta was now in the hospital wing. And this left Harry, wherever he went, to be bombarded with questions about what happened. Ernie Mac (laughs) thinks that Dumbledore will be back very quickly, though. Harry had been telling him the story on his way back from Herbology and then we get the scoop, and here you are, Sasa. What we kind learned, of scoop is it? Uh, chocolate, because mm. it's my favorite. That the frat friar nice. likes to talk to the students in his house about certain things. The frat friar. <laughs> the frat friar. Did I say frat? You did. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Discord, did I say frat? Yeah, you did. No, they'll <laughs> let me know. No! All right, well, Frat Fryer! (laughs) What, what? (laughs) What did I call him? I don't know. Oh. No, I didn't call him that. You called him that. I did, I did. I called him something in the car, but I don't remember. Yeah, she was reading to me in the car on the way to the Starbucks. Um, But the Fat Fryer talks to the students in his house, and I think that's really cute. So that's probably how a lot of people found out, too, and then that spreads like wildfire. Quote, they couldn't keep him away from... in. Nope. They couldn't keep him away in our second year, and they won't be able to this time. The fat fryer told me. The what? The frat fryer. Yeah. (laughs) So he dropped his voice conspiratorially so that Harry, Ron, and Hermione had to lean closer to him to hear that Umbridge tried to get back into the office last night, and they'd searched the castle grounds for him but they couldn't get past the gargoyle. The head's office had sealed itself against her. Ernie smirked. Apparently, she had a right little tantrum. Yeah! I love it. This makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, I literally Hogwarts love it. always fights back. And that's the thing mm-hmm. that I brought up also in the car on our drive that I didn't think about. So... I asked Sasa, you know, do you think this is like something that Dumbledore did with his office or do you think it's like just the castle's magic? And I answered myself quickly <laughs> and said that I think it's just the castle's magic. Like we have the the suits of armor and, you know, certain staircases and things like that. And I think the castle always knows. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Mm hmm. Literally, like, I think the castle is a, like, living magical being yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sure. I even would go as far to say if McGonagall didn't cast that protection spell, I think it may have would have done it just anyway. done it by itself anyway. Mm. Yeah. I could get behind and that. And we know that she's way more powerful than Umbridge ever would wish to be. Yeah. I, I just love that moment so much. Like... You have done all of these sneaky, underhanded, 
illegal, immoral things because you think it's going to lead you to this. Like, this is her end goal. She wanted to be in this position of power to like lord over all these young impressionable minds and flip them to whatever she and the ministry deemed to be acceptable and you are shut down mm-hmm. you don't get to sit in that office mm-hmm. oh nay nay and i love it yeah it's very oh, satisfying nay. it really it just it just feels good to read that line like that the office said not today <laughs> Uh, no, thank you. And you know, if McGee were to walk up there, it would be like, oh, yeah, no, come on in. Lemon drops. We got them on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> they would be there. And Hermione is thinking along the same lines as us. She says, quote, oh, I expect she fancied her really fancied herself sitting up there in the head's office that Hermione viciously as they walked up the stone steps into the entrance hall, lording it over all the other teachers the stupid puffed up power crazy old old what we don't know because here comes draco malfoy and he asks hermione if she really wants to finish that statement and so he slides out from behind a door in a very sneaky way followed by his two dudes crab and goyle and you guys i want to preface something before i read all of this If you take away, if you take away the awfulness, (laughs) I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because we had this conversation already. Because I'm right. Because I'm right. Hysterically. So if you take away the nastiness, like the the true, if you take this into real time life nastiness of Draco Malfoy, he's coming from a racist place with some of the things that he's going to say take that away and just clearly like just make this like a skit this is one of his more hilarious moments in this book so i hope you're ready okay all right so malfoy says that he's gonna have to take some points from both gryffindor and hufflepuff sorry kate points from you too yeah freaking the laws here Ernie isn't having any of this and he says that Malfoy can't take points from other prefects and Malfoy sneers at him and he's like yeah I know but members of the inquisitorial squad and Hermione is like um the what because that's not a thing <laughs> and Malfoy repeats himself the inquis squad he doesn't say that but I, I do say don't don't say that <laughs> with inquis squad inquis and he points isn't to the it silver the badge inquisitorial squad yeah yeah what are we saying okay I said quiz because I shortened it uh. No, Sarah, one time you said inquisitorial. Oh, I continue to say that today. Stop pronouncing We were in the car and I was, I was laughing. To say it. it was, there were some good things. I had a mediology, all right? So inquisitorial squad. What, needs, what is it called? What needs inquisitory? Wait. No, I'm saying it wrong now. Why? No, you said it right. Inquisitorial okay. squad. What did I call it? Inquis. In squizzatorial. Oh, the squiz squad. Squad. It's the squiz squad. Wait. Inquisitorial squad, right? Yes. Now I don't know. Yes. yes. Squid squad. The squiz squad. So he says he's Squidward. in the, he's Squidward. Squidward, Squidward, Squidward. <laughs> Scrudge Mirror United. Okay. 
So he points to a so silver cute. okay badge on his robes in the shape of an eye. Quote, I? Yeah. So a select group of students who are supportive of the Ministry of Magic, handpicked by Professor Umbridge. Anyway, members of the Inquisitorial Squad do have the power to dock points. And this is where it's it's not nice, but if you take it all away, it's pretty funny. No, it's funny after this. It's not this part that's funny. It's his next it's his next quote after this. I just like the way he walks away. So Granger, I'll have five from you for being rude about our new headmistress. <laughs> Sarah kept calling him, him McMillian in the car. <laughs> and then she said she wanted to order what? Like a burger. I like, I'll have a McChicken with fries. Mc, McDouble. He's one in McMillian. One in McMillian. Oh my McMillian God. five. No, I said it wrong. McMillian. You- <laughs> she's in my head five for contradicting me five because i don't like you potter weasley your shirt's untucked so i have another five for that and this part's not nice well all of it's not nice but oh yeah i forgot you're a mudblood granger so 10 for that and i said disgusting because that is disgusting here's the next part that i was talking about that i find highly amusing so ron pulls out his wand but hermione like quickly pushes it away and she tells him don't because starting a fight could don't. mean only bad news bears, right? Don't you want me? And even though Malfoy is getting really bad with how he's treating others because he was given some power in the school, you know, he, if you're given a little power, he ran with it. But he makes me laugh. You know, with how this played out in my mind as I read it was absolutely perfect. So he ends this whole thing by saying, new head, new times. Be good now, potty. Weasel King. And he strode away with his cronies <laughs> laughing all the way. <laughs> Can you see Tom Felton doing this? Potty. Weasel oh, yeah. King. Yeah. And then he's out. I actually pictured I pictured him and I think it's three where he's like something he's like says something like Weasel B. You need to learn how to respect your yeah. superiors. Yeah, and he like, and he like eh. pushes his coat out all cool. <laughs> Be good now, Potty. Weasel King. I love it. I love it. And then he's described as he strode away. Like, yes, this is this is Draco yes, Malfoy. Queen. I love it. I love it so much. Oh, so Ernie still thinks that there's something not right here. He's got to be bluffing. He's appalled by the idea that like certain sets of students Shocked. could be even higher than the prefects. Quote, he can't be allowed to dock points. That would be ridiculous. It would completely undermine the prefect system. True. But even as he says all this, they look over at the giant hourglasses behind them on the wall, and slowly the stones are flying upward and out, reducing the amount of points. And the only hourglass that seemed to be unchanged, Megan, was the Slytherin one. <laughs> Dumb. That seems unfair they're not cheating it's just I literally the rules. Oh i blame God. you for all of these incidents <laughs> that's just a very slytherin thing to do you know potty weasel king do you think anybody was were any other houses in the uh squid squad <laughs> i cannot see anybody I from any see, of the other houses wanting to help umbridge I could out see maybe yeah, I, why did you say that? I knew you were gonna say it. 
just because I could see them wanting to have top marks. I can see is that. An, is that another way to get top marks is to and be on her good side? They don't have a clue. Who? Because you, fall in love and here's the bottom line. Our trails down to oh. two. Oh. That's me, Karen. Twilight. There's magic everywhere. Anywhere. There's also disaster in the air, let oh, me tell you. You were in remember. for a wild ride with me tonight. Oh, goodness. So, Fred and George show up and tell them that they've, you know, noticed the points as well. Harry tells them about how Malfoy just docked them all about 50 points. And as he's telling them, they're watching the hourglasses and even more points are just disappearing from the Gryffindor hourglass. Blah. Not cool. Awful. Sucks to suck, Whoa. Tiffany. That escalated quickly. <laughs> Whoa. I'm not going to respond. <laughs> Potty. Please, okay. But then George tells them about how Montague tried to do that to them earlier with a much different result. No points lost there. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's green. Oh, sorry. I, I do have a question. <laughs> no. Was was Montague yes. fighting with Capulet? I'm over no? you. No? Okay. Oh? Potty. Weasel King. I think I think they were. Okay. Petrus. It doesn't end well. Weasel they King. should know that by now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Starcross lovers. <gasps> Speaking of that. Arthur Weasley's in um, Shakespeare in Love connection. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that movie. You know who else is in that movie? Voldemort's brother. You're welcome. He plays Shakespeare. Sarah, you got so excited. You you moved your webcam and I'm looking at your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of people and other things, we were watching The Crown today and uh, Madame Pomfrey makes an appearance. It's oh, kind yeah. of fun but anyway poppy that's all i'm gonna say because i don't want to give any spoilers it's very new but (laughs) anyway i don't want to give any spoilers but it's based on facts of history (laughs) (laughs) well true but honestly there's a lot of stuff that happened in the crown i had no idea i I don't know anything you could also look it up (laughs) there's a wikipedia for that sure but look at it sometimes you don't want to yeah that's that's not a problem i ever have we're aware so Fred and George are explaining how Montague tried to dock points from them, but he couldn't get the words out fast enough because they shoved him headfirst into the vanishing cabinet and have no idea where what they sent him. Is that on? What floor Well, this. hold on. What floor was that on? Was that on the... Th- Wasn't it the second? Well, here's my question, though. So... If this is the same, so there's the vanishing cabinet, right? Yeah. This and the other one is in Borgen of Burks, right? right? Yeah. But however yeah. many books ago, Nick, was it Sir? Was it Nick or was it Broken? Peeves Peeves. That, like threw it overboard. I think it Nick. Nick did Peeves. it. Blamed it on Peeves, didn't he? Am I wrong? No, Nick. Nick told to Peeves oh, to do it. Gotcha. So I had always yeah. assumed I again almost swore that it was broken because of that, or. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. he just get lost in a toilet because it is broken? No, I think it it, it is broken. I, know I it's, think it's the like, second one. And that's like, why he was yeah. lost because it was already broken. They didn't send okay. him to a toilet. Is that what you're asking? Correct. That's yeah, what I'm no. saying. Like, I don't think but, they sent him to a toilet. But no. it, I would think that like the way it seems like in the sixth book is that it's broken and won't set anything anywhere. 
Right. So, like, how did this happen? But maybe this made it worse. Maybe this made it worse. Mm. Mm. You so know, the water can do that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Potty. We looking. I don't really feel bad for Montague, like, even a little bit, though. Like, not at all. Mm. Like, Fred and George. I, Fred and George in this chapter give me life. They are great. If I'm being honest. So, Hermione is just like, whoa, you're going to get in horrible trouble. And they're like, yeah, we really don't care about that anymore. And she, like, doesn't believe them. Uh, she's like, wait, like, legitimately, you're going to get in so much trouble. And they're like, mm, don't care. And then they're like, I think it's Harry and Ron are like, well, did you ever really even care about the rules? And they're like, of course we did. We never like broke the rules enough to get expelled. We always knew where to draw the line, but like now it's a little bit different that Dumble's not in charge. So uh, they say that mayhem is exactly what Umbridge deserves. And then Hermione is like, I, I kind of picture Hermione like in her mind, like spiraling for them. Like she's spiraling like, oh, my God, this is a horrible idea. What are you thinking? I don't think that you guys understand her power. Like she just like at this moment, I feel like Hermione wants to go on this like long rant to them to like get them to understand. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you mustn't. You really mustn't. Like she'd love a reason to expel you. And they're just like they're just like smiling at her like they genuinely. It's like she's just being funny. Like you don't get it, Hermione. We don't care about it anymore. Like, we don't care about staying. We'd walk out right now if we weren't determined to do a bit for Dumbledore first. Mm. So, like, I kind of I kind of envision this feeling like whenever you've, like, already decided that you're going to do something, but you have to, like, stick something out for a small period of time before you can, like, officially be set free from it. And they, that's where they like are right senior now. Like senioritis. Kind of helps you coast through Yeah, it. I was going to say, when you're kind finished yeah, class. It's like, I can see the end. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, if this is not random, but random. If this helps anyone else with anxiety, how I get through, like, for example, like presentations when I was in school. Or, like, now it's like I have to make an adult phone call and, like, do something adulty. It's like, all right, well, how great am I going to feel when it's over? And that helps me get through the <laughs> yeah. actual thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so I think this is Fred. Yeah. Fred checks his watch and then is like phase one is about to begin. I'd get in the great hall for lunch if I were you. That way the teachers will see that you can't have had anything to do mm -hmm. with it. So like clearly if they're warning them <laughs> to get away, they know how much trouble they could get in for doing this if they're found out. Yeah. Um, and Hermione then insists that they get out of here just in case, meaning like her, Harry, Ron, Ernie, all of them. So they head towards the Great Hall and Harry barely glimpses the ceiling of the Great Hall before Filch is tapping him on the back. And he, he says, he like sneers it at him. The headmistress would like to see you, Potter. And then Harry, I love it. <laughs> this makes me laugh. I just like copy pasted it from the book immediately. He's just like, I didn't do it, said <laughs> Harry stupidly. <laughs> <laughs> thinking of whatever fred and george were planning filch's jowls wobbled with silent laughter guilty conscience eh? he wheezed 
follow me. <laughs> Harry glanced back at Ron and Hermione, who were both looking worried. He shrugged and followed Filch back into the entrance hall against the tide of hungry students. So then Filch is saying things are changing around here. And Harry just like no regrets response coldly to read him. It He's right. like, yeah, read I've it noticed. right. No, yeah. read it like Filch. Um, yes. Me? Uh, okay, Filch then says he's told Dumbledore for years he's too soft with the kids. Quote, <laughs> Tiffany, you should do it. <laughs> Hold yeah, on, let me get in the like mood. I can't get in the mood. <laughs> you do it so good. Things are changing around here, Porter. <laughs> <laughs> no, do the next line. <laughs> you filthy little beast would never have dropped stink pellets if you'd known I'd had it in my power to whip you raw, would you now? <laughs> so good. I had to read the first one to get in the, in the mood yeah. to get in. Oh, yeah, so mm-hmm. good. Like genuinely though, that is barbaric. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, that's barbaric. And, the, and like how he says it, his chest. literally oh, sickens he loves me. It. He yes. loves it. Like it like makes me crazy well, thinking about how let's, he says this. Let's think about this for a second though. He literally. In the minds of the people at the school, if they knew that he was a squib, he is lesser than them. Do you so how else is he going to get his power? You know Do what you I mean? Do you think that she knows that he's a squib? I don't think she does. I, no, because she asks him to do a does. spell no, later on. No, not to do stupefy. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I won't. Don't stun yeah. them. Well, I think... So we have this with Voldemort. In Umbridge, right? They're both yeah. half bloods, but they pretend to preach this pure blood BS, sure. right? Mm-hmm. So if she does know he's a squib, I think because he's like willing to literally bend over backward to do whatever, she's just gonna like use and mm-hmm. abuse him. Like the second she doesn't need him for any reason, she would mm-hmm. drop him. You know what I mean? But because he's like loyal to her for whatever she needs right now, I don't I even don't think, think she, she super knows. cares. Dolores really? doesn't know knows. that Filch is a squib because he doesn't do magic all day. <laughs> Seriously. I, I think know. that she's so oblivious because like you would think that she would catch on if like, you know, she sees how he's cleaning or like anything right. like that. Like I would think that she would know yeah, that maybe he she pays attention. doesn't have magical yeah, ability, but she doesn't yeah, pay no. attention. She's a soup. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Magical. When everyone else is like, just look at him. He's not. Yeah. So he then claims that educational decree 29 mm, can't wait. will allow him to do just that. Which is gross. And I forgot about that. Yeah. God, I missed the screaming. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. And, it, and he also says something about like I only pulled one of the quotes of what he says but then he says something else about like hanging kids up yeah. from their ankles yeah. which he's mentioned before in previous books but Keeps it's like well oiled yeah but like so educational degree 29 will allow him to do that stuff which just ugh, it's gross so also Umbridge is asking the minister to sign an order for the expulsion of Peeves and I said, can you even imagine Hogwarts? So here's peeves? my question to do it. <laughs> I asked this earlier when Sasa was reading to me in the car, which really should be a podcast. Mm. Sasa reading to <laughs> me. Maybe that'll be like a, in the car. A, a, a Patreon, Patreon, a Patreon thing. Um, Patreon. 
It's yeah. not kind. It's uh, it's not rated G or PG. I will say this. Probably some R. R. <laughs> Pirates really like it. So if you, if you <laughs> removed, if you removed Peeves, Peeves is a poltergeist. Would that essentially like get rid of him like forever, forever from everything? Oh. Mm, like existence. Yeah. <laughs> Because I feel like if you remove a poltergeist, then you kind of, it's like, it's gone. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, but yeah. like, I wonder, yeah, I are, guess, they, yeah. that's are they tied to... I, I feel like they're tied to the to the things or the places. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Rudolph Waslam says like, an, like he's exercised. Right. I kind of think yeah. yeah. I'm sorry to be a Debbie, but I think he would be... Well, I mean, it's not your fault. Deader than dead. What's deader than dead? Exercised. Yeah. Ice cold. What's cold with the man cold? Ice cold. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you would be gone from everything. So the yeah. internet on the fandom wiki says that a poltergeist is an indestructible spirit of chaos. They haunt one specific location at a time. So maybe if they just expel him from Hogwarts, he would go somewhere else. He could go haunt somewhere he would just else. Go He'd somewhere be wreaking else. havoc at the three broomsticks. I'd have him go to the ministry. Probably. Up there. Oh my God. What if he just wound up at the ministry? Just that like pelted fudge with like rotten tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Umbridge here has clearly gone to great lengths to get Filch on her side. Yeah. I don't think really she necessarily even had to go to all of those lengths to get him on her side because I, he's just not a kind person. And I think that he would have just done it. Well, they're two peas in a pot. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really are. So Harry steps into the office and he sees his firebolt and Fred and George's clean sweeps chained and padlocked to a stout iron peg in the wall behind Umbridge's desk. Bad for life. Um, it Fire still ball. just That's what I was thinking. makes me <laughs> laugh so much that she thinks that she has like the authority of like a law. I just cannot she with her. Is the I law. That's what she thinks. So she tells Harry to sit and then asks what he'd like to drink. Not if he wants a drink. What Sounds he wants. Suspicious. Like basically this is not a question. A little bit. Super suspicious. So Harry then says nothing and she insists on it and she gets up and makes quite a performance of adding milk with her back to him. Like, does she think that he's dumb? Well, he almost drank it. I I know, (laughs) but he didn't, which is good. So she then hands it to him and says to drink it. And she says that she wants to have a chat with him about the, quote, distressing events of last night. And Harry just says nothing. And she then pushes him to drink the tea again. And he raises the cup to his lips and then just as suddenly lowered it. One of the horrible painted kittens behind Umbridge had great round blue eyes, just like that mad eye, just just like mad eye Moody's magical one. And it had just occurred to Harry what mad I would say if he ever heard that Harry had drunk anything offered by a known enemy. Constant vigilance. Constant. I, I just love how, so like we, I mean, Umbridge doesn't like work for Voldemort, obviously. 
but Yet. she's still just as much of an enemy at this point as Voldemort is, right? A thousand percent. So, like, yeah, so I just, like, appreciate that Mad-Eye has made such an impression on Harry. Um, even, really, it's Judy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in all honesty, who made mm-hmm. this impression on him. So, like, one of Voldemort's minions has made an impression on Harry to remember to do, like, to not do something with an enemy. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel like it is, I mean, good acting on his part, but also, like, kind of, like, backfires a little bit, you know? I feel like Harry rarely listens to advice. I feel like he's only ever listened to this from Judy, and then one (laughs) other one from Mr. Weasley about not trusting something if he can't see where it Mm -hmm. keeps his brain. But also, like, um, occasionally with uh, Judy, he's also the one that taught Harry how to throw off the Imperius curse, which also bit him in the butt as well. Well, yeah you know what just yeah thank you barty crouch yeah <laughs> thank you david Tennant, for a barty multitude Crouch's. of things thanks, thanks judy junior <laughs> um so he then just like makes the connection that he really shouldn't drink this and umbridge goes what's the matter and she's still watching him do you want sugar no said harry he raised the cup to his lips again and pretended to take a sip though keeping his mouth tightly closed umbridge's smile widened um like a toad come on stupid Hold thing on. keeps freezing so if you're taking a pretend sip okay your lips still gonna get a little wet from the tea right i would make the mistake of like licking my lips and then be like well, <laughs> that was for nothing. I don't think it's like a very long conversation. Well, we do you know later what I mean? Like, find I think out. it's pretty quick where he takes yeah. he takes his fake sip and like it's very aware of what he's doing. So I think that like mm-hmm. even you, I think would wouldn't lick well, your lips also, in that Snape time. Gave him fakes. Gave her fake stuff. <gasps> yeah, he did. Yeah, didn't he? Snape Snape gives her fake veritaserum. So like this doesn't even work anyway. But still good on Harry for like yeah. thinking about it you know um so yeah so he doesn't take a sip and even because it looks like he did umbridge like is giving her stupid smile like yeah i got him and she then pushes like immediately i just like the way that i read this it was like a switch where she went from like being sweet to get him to take a sip into like full-on interrogation Mm -hmm. mode i'm not even gonna pretend like i'm having a conversation with you i'm interrogating you and Harry caught on to that like reals quick. And she just goes, where is Albus Dumbledore? Just like straight up. And Harry says, no just idea. straight up. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> like no beating around the bush. Like well, nothing. Just like straight to it. Where's Albus Dumbledore? You would think too, like having to Serum is not like a memory potion where you forget that these, that she's going to ask you all of these questions. So like he could leave and be like, right? hey, she asked me all of these things. I'm going to let you know. That's right. weird. Like I would, yeah. it's like. If I was in Harry's position and I took Veritas Serum and I'm spilling all my secrets to her, which doesn't happen, but say it did, I would immediately go to McGonagall and be like, hey, this just happened. I'm going to continue to spill my secrets. And I just told her so like she can let all the people know, like, we need to shift things around because now they know. Do they know, know that we that know? They know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Harry immediately says no idea and then she ushers him to drink again thinking well 
well, maybe he like doesn't have enough in him. Um, and then she gets pushy like really quick. She's like, now, Mr. Potter, let us not play childish games. I know that you know. <laughs> I know that you know that I know that you know where he has gone. You and Dumbledore have been in this together from the beginning. Consider your position, Mr. Potter. And Harry just goes, I don't know where he is, which is true. So he's not lying. So even honestly, even with Veritaserum, he wouldn't have been able to help her out here at all. Uh, now for the n- next question, this could have been bad, though, if he really had drank mm-hmm. <laughs> Like reals bad. Reals bad. So Umbridge gives up on Dumbledore, I feel, a little quickly. So she must really be convinced that there is really that serum in there. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same thing as I read it. I was like, hmm, well, maybe she's just sad that he really doesn't know. Right. Moving on. So she switches her focus. And again, it's an abrupt, like real fast switch. She's like, you will kindly tell me the whereabouts of Sirius Black. So here's where Harry is like, oh, shoot. Um, To the point where like the hand he's holding his teacup starts shaking and it rattles against the saucer <laughs> if i was harry i'd be like i'm like hyper aware this of my be... body when i'm nervous anyway and that makes me like more nervous this is one of those questions <laughs> oh. though that like would hit you like a brick oh dude. you know like <sighs> first of all like where did this come from mm-hmm. like i mean i mean like i know that like she saw him in like the fire um, or whatever but honestly uh, and also luscious at the beginning, I'm sure they're in cahoots in some oh, kind of yeah. way, but especially she because she true. talks to, you know, yeah. your she father's going to hear about yeah. it. <laughs> she did see him in the fire, though. It just seems random. Right. It just seems random. Like, OK, like something just happened with Dumbledore. No, Makes but, sense. You're going to question. But him here's about the that. thing. While she has him, she would have never been able to do this like yeah. before. Just like question Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Well, and think, too, of like if she. Yeah. Dumbledore's and not out there. of him where Sirius was they've been looking for him for oh boy. how long mm-hmm. so like she's trying to grasp all of that power anyways and think of all of the praise and the accolades and all of the things she would get because she was the one that caught Sirius Black you know yeah oh yeah. she would love that yeah Um, but I think it's kind of smart that Harry pretends to take another sip so like clearly to him he's like alright she tainted this with something. The more I drink it, the more she would well drink. The more she'll believe my lies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but this time, because he still has his lips pressed together, it trickles down his robes. Which, like, he's lucky she didn't see this. Um, but he says, like, I don't know. But he says it a little too quickly. Um, and Umbridge reminds him that it's her who almost caught Sirius in the Gryffindor fire back in October. And she knows it was Harry who was meeting. And if she had any solid proof of that, neither of them would be at large today. So Harry is at large, according to her. <laughs> Harry's an at large 15 year old at Hogwarts, <laughs> right. just learning some defense against the dark. Arts. Right. Uh, so, so she asks again, where, where is Sirius black? And Harry says, no idea haven't got a clue and they have a good old staring contest to the point where harry's eyes start to water and she finally says okay i'll take your word for it this time but she warns him so from the book the might of the ministry stands behind me first of all that's like disgusting all channels of communication in and out of this school are being monitored 
A flu network regulator is keeping watch over every fire in Hogwarts, except my own, of course. My inquisitorial squad is opening and reading all outposts, entering and leaving the castle, and Mr. Filch is observing all secret passages in and out of the castle, if I find a shred of evidence. Before I move on, this is a lot of foreshadowing to things we need later in this book. I was first! I don't know if you were. I wanted to be. Oh, I didn't see you. Oh, you're not, I'm not on camera. You're not on my I turned screen. my camera off because yeah. All I was <laughs> going to say is that people Sorry. give Hagrid, you know, stuff for being like, oh, I should have said that. She should not have told him that her hers is the only mm-hmm. flu network or flu whatever open for the flu network. But she's okay. better than you. It's one of those. You know what? Like, I, it's know like a villain's like, downfall. Correct. Like, yep. like Voldemort's yeah, monologues. She like Correct. needs to let you know mm-hmm. that she's that she's exempt yeah. from this because yep. she's yes. better, even though that was a huge yeah. mistake. Mm-hmm. It's just like monologue yeah. mistake. You know, huge. you got to show off your superiority. Well, it's going to bite you in the butt later For on. Sure. Okay, can I talk it. about yeah. something? She deserves every bite in the butt that nibble, comes nibble, at Nibble, nibble, bite, bite. Yeah. Okay, mm. hold on. Katie, go back. I, I don't see it. Did you just read the might of the ministry? She came up with that. Ministry is might. Yeah. Uh huh. I just made that connection. Terrible. So did I. As soon as Katie did, you was hear me it, go? I was like, oh, oh shoot! Holy yeah! And like mackerel. I thought it at the same time. I was like, oh, she, she came up with that. She came up with the new with slogan for the ministry thinking. and the new fountain. I guarantee you, she said, "This is what it should look like." Let me be an artiste. Nasty. Literally disgusting. disgusting. I'm so over her, and I have a whole rest of a book for her. <laughs> Ugh, bogus. And we have to see her again in seven. Yeah, but she's not going she gets away got- yet. Ugh. All right. So she gets cut off mid-sentence by a very large boom to the fact to the point where the floor of the office shakes. And this this image made me made me laugh. Umbridge is like shocked and she like slips sideways and she clutches her desk for support. She's like, what was that? So dramatic. Someone Get over scared. yourself. Oh, right. Hey. Right. So Harry takes advantage of when Umbridge looks to the door as if something had happened right outside of it. And he dumps his tea into the nearest vase on her desk (laughs) because otherwise it's going to look like he didn't Mm -hmm. drink anything at all to her. Is there a plant in it? Did the plant die? Because (laughs) I know it's not Veritas serum, but it's something. She can't keep anything alive. I thought the same thing. No, I think it was fake. I think it's just water. I bet he just put water in a thing. No. No, I think it really was a fake plant. I can't remember what it does actually say what it is. I just didn't put it down. Oh, no. I'm talking about the Veritas serum. I thought it was just water. Oh, from Snape. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be clear, right? It's it's vodka. Yeah. Some Wawa. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's also truth serum. Am I right? Hey. <laughs> oh my god. So they could hear people running and screaming from several floors below. That's traveling through like real castle stone. So that's pretty extreme. <laughs> um and Umbridge tells Harry, like, go back to lunch, and she runs out of her office with her wand raised. So he waits a few seconds and then hurries after her because Harry Potter isn't just going to go to lunch. He's going to go see what's going on. I'd like to go to lunch. Uh, So one floor down, quote, pandemonium reigned. I love that. Fred and George Weasley should always be described as 
mayhem and pandemonium. And pandemonium. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, so quote from the book, somebody, and Harry had a very shrewd idea who, had set off what seemed to be an enormous crate of enchanted fireworks. Dragons comprised entirely of green and golden sp- gold sparks were soaring up and down the corridors, emitting loud, fiery blasts and bangs as they went. Shocking pink Catherine wheels, five feet in diameter, were whizzing lethally through the air like so many flying saucers. Rockets with long tails of brilliant silver stars were ricocheting off the walls. Sparklers were writing swear words in midair of their own accord. (laughs) Firecrackers were exploding like mines everywhere Harry looked, and instead of burning themselves out, fading from sight, or fizzling to a halt, these pyrotechnical miracles seemed to be gaining in energy and momentum the longer he watched. So I went down a little Ravenclaw research hole because I didn't know what a Catherine wheel was, and I really wanted to I know. I appreciate this. And I'm glad you looked it up. Because I almost I Googled to. it, and then I saw your so notes. I, I was like, oh, she's going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so I included pictures. So to anyone They're who pretty. obviously is listening with their ears and not watching part. with their eyes, it's like the... It's like a it's pinwheel. Like a, imagine a lollipop. Yeah, like a pinwheel. And then when you light it, it goes and whizzes around and like looks like a really spinny sparkler, essentially. Um, so I'm going to try and paraphrase a little bit of this because some of this is really graphic. So I'll leave some of it for you guys to look up yourself. But anyway, the firework is named after St. Catherine of Alexandria. So Catherine was the daughter-in-law of the pagan king and queen of Alexandria. She converted to Christianity and lived her life in pursuit of learning as much as she could about her faith. She even challenged the Roman emperor who forced people to worship pagan idols. And he put together like the most educated group of philosophers and scholars to like argue with her. But jokes on him because Catherine swayed all of them to convert to Christianity too because she was like so charismatic and she just knew her stuff Mm. so well. So the emperor was baffled tried to win her over by offering to marry her. What? She obviously said, nah, brah, right? And because she said no, he decided to have her tortured and put to death on the breaking wheel, which is, I'm going to let you guys look it up. It's a torture device. I'm just going to leave it at that because it's a little, uh. But, so fate had different ideas, and the legend says that when she touched the wheel or was, like, going to be put on it, there was an angel who blew the device up and it didn't allow her to get tortured. So that's why this firework that like explodes and spins is called Catherine's wheel. Jeez. She's also the patron saint of spinners, wheelwrights and millers. Fun facts. Anyway. Okay. So Filch and Umbridge are standing there frozen with horror which I also have to give a shout out to this part in the movie because it's phenomenal. Yeah. I also really love the music mm-hmm. with it. Um, and one of the Catherine wheels decided it was going to whirl at them with a, with a sinister wee, And they both yelled and ducked and the firework went straight out the window behind them and across the ground. So these fireworks aren't just in the castle. They're everywhere. Um, several of the dragons and a large purple bat escaped through the door and headed down another floor so literally they're just spreading everywhere um umbridge yells to filch like hurry up before they get all over the school and she tries to use stupefy bad idea because it just exploded 
and blasted a hole in a nearby mm. painting. No worries. No paintings were harmed in this scene. The witch got out. Well, just the painting in time. was harmed, but the witch in the painting was not. <laughs> right. Right. So Umbridge yells to Filch like don't stun them but she says it like in a way like it was his idea first mm-hmm. like just another proof that like she can never be wrong ever um but also like we were saying filch is a squib so like does she know does she not know because if she knows she would probably like loathe him but does she actually know and is just happy to have a crony i don't know <laughs> So instead, Filch grabs a broom and he starts swatting at these fireworks. Within seconds, it's on fire and Harry can't even take it anymore. He's laughing and he's like, I gotta go though. Like, I've seen enough. And he goes to hide behind this little passageway. But that's where Fred and George are. Mm -hmm. So he's like, he's like, dudes, this is impressive. Like, you're going to put Dr. Filibuster out of business. No problem. And George says, cheers. And he's wiping tears of laughter from his face. And he says, oh, I hope she tries vanishing them next. They multiply by 10 every time you try. <sighs> See, that's just some um, good magic. Like, can we just smart people? Oh, fantastic magic. Give them some credit. Let's- yeah. Those are love some those talented, tri- talented love those magic. dudes. Now, here comes our favorite part of all the teachers being so <laughs> sassy. And amazing towards this Umbridge. really makes me laugh. So these fireworks kept burning all afternoon. So this is going through all of the classes. Um, and even though they were like super disruptive, none of the teachers really seemed to care about that. So McGonagall one time was like, dear, dear. And there's a dragon soaring around a classroom. It's loud, shooting flames. She goes, Miss Brown, would you mind running along to the headmistress and informing her that we have an escaped firework in our classroom? So the best part of all, according to Harry, Umbridge spends her whole first afternoon as headmistress running all over the school because the teachers kept summoning her because none of them could seem to be able to get rid of the fireworks on their own. She had to be there to help. Um, From the book, when the final bell rang and the students were heading back to Gryffindor Tower with their bags, Harry saw with immense satisfaction a disheveled and soot-blackened umbrage, tottering, sweaty face from Professor Flitwick's classroom. Thank you so much, Professor, said Professor Flitwick in his squeaky little voice. I could have got rid of those sparklers myself, of course, but I wasn't sure whether I had the authority. (laughs) So good. (laughs) The authority. (laughs) So obviously, Fred and George were like the heroes that night in the common room, and even Hermione congratulated them. So we find out that this is actually a Wiz- a Weasley's Wizard Weezes product. So it's called Weasley's Wild- Wildfire Whizbangs. The only problem is they literally use their whole stock to pull this off and they have to start from scratch. But Fred's like, eh, it's worth it. And then he tells Hermione that they can add her to the list if she mm-hmm. wants to buy some. Five galleons for your basic blaze box and 20 galleons for your deflagration deluxe. That is so much money, it's but so it's like pretty money. comparable to like real I mean, fire, life fireworks. Yeah, fireworks yeah. are expensive. Mm-mm. Just makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, I lost my place. So, oh, Hermione goes and finds Harry and Ron who were sitting and staring at their school bags, wishing that their homework would just like do itself which this i've done me many a time every day yeah but hermione goes oh why don't we have a night off after all the easter holidays start on friday we'll have plenty of time then and ron's like 
you feeling okay? <laughs> um, and even an hour later, when Harry and Ron go up to bed, you could still hear fireworks going off around the school. <gasps> and as he got undressed, a sparkler floated past the tower, and it was spelling out the word poo. Mm-hmm. Poo. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is almost Petrus O'Malley O'Malley Petrus. Oh. Oh, yeah. But actually, we sit... I wonder... We sit in Oppo, right? Yeah, it should be Oppo. Um, I wonder, though, because later on, there's, like, pigs, like, that are in the sky. Little little pink piglets. So I wonder if they're trying to spell poo and piglet. Where's Tigger? Well, Mm. he's bouncing around (laughs) somewhere else. Kanga. Roo. An owl. Roo. Gopher. Alrighty, Roo. Rabbit's just taking care of Cassie. Like Saru. So Harry gets into bed. Um, I like the description that like the occasional firework passes by the window. Uh, they come they become blurred like sparkling clouds, beautiful and mysterious against the black sky. And Harry's just thinking, How's Umbridge feeling about her first day in Dumbledore's shoes? And how would Fudge react when he knows that most of the day was spent in complete disruption? So he smiles to himself closes his eyes and falls asleep and right into a dream. But excuse me, mm. isn't he just like supposed to be emptying his mind and being relaxed? I would call this being like really relaxed. And yet this still, still happens. happens. I think there's a difference between being relaxed and he's supposed to be emptying his mind. I also want to fall fair. asleep like yeah. this, not have the dream, but I want to fall asleep this fast. Can yeah. I do, can I do it right now? Legit. Can I do it right now? It's never happened to me. me. You could shut up, Megan. Meg can do it, no problem. <laughs> I can oh do it God, if you turn a movie on. Put me on the couch with Blanky. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's so true, dude. I when I decide that it's time for bed, it's, it's like time for it bed. takes like thirty seconds and I'm out. God, no, maximum. Sometimes it takes me three hours. Hmm. The other day I worked. I was so exhausted when I got home. I couldn't go to bed till eleven thirty so wired showered and i was like well we're here now all righty ruski that's so annoying (laughs) so (laughs) harry is doing something that's never been done before with him he's dreaming right okay he never dreams yeah he's in some corridor Never. (laughs) never done that he knows it's happening why are you laughing at me yeah me I'm not funny, Megan. My cat touched my foot. I'm sorry. I was laughing because my, my cat, cat touched my, touched foot. my <laughs> foot. So he is dreaming again about the corridor leading to the Department of Mysteries. But this time he's looking at the door and he's pleading to let it go. But really, he's just saying for it to open. <laughs> and it does. So now he's inside. There's like a circular room. It's lined with doors. And so he like walks across um, the way to the door that looks exactly like the one that just opened. Um, and he opens that one and it swings open and it's putting him in like a long rectangular room that has a lot of mechanical clinking noises, but he doesn't really stop to look um, because he's looking for something. So he keeps moving on. The next door he opens was like a big church. Like it was tall ceilings and like really wide or whatever. Um, But it just had rows and rows of dusty spun glass spheres. And this room was like making him very excited. He was like, yes, this is where I want to be. I want to be where the glass balls are. Because th- in the room where yeah. it happens. Yeah, you're not in wrong. The room where it happens. 
so he runs into the room because that inside of it, there's something that he wants. Um, and he also can tell that like someone else is also very excited and wants it too. It's like, yikes, a ruski because his scar starts to hurt and bang. Homeboy is awoken from the sound of the fireworks going off outside. <laughs> so Harry's not pleased by this. He's confused and he's also angry because, you know, he just woke up. He was dreaming his little dream. And he sees that like all the other boys in the room are looking out the window to see like what the fireworks are doing. But Harry like literally can't get out of his bed. He's like, I just don't want to do it. Not today. Satan, not today. So he feels like he almost got something, whatever it is that he like has been wanting. Um, but it was snatched away from him before he could reach it. Um, before falling asleep though, like again, the second time he remembers that he has his Jedi mind trick lessons with Snape the next day. So he's like, ugh. I got to deal with that guy tomorrow. Um, and so the next day, Harry realizes that with like all the dream stuff um, that has happened specifically the night before um, that he hasn't been practicing his mind lessons at all since his last meeting with Snape, which isn't good because he's supposed to be practicing every night and taking this very seriously. Um, so he tried throughout the day to like empty his mind. Um, but between, like the teachers teaching and like, you know, making them learn things and paying attention in school. And, um, Hermione also wasn't helping because she kept asking him what's wrong. Um, being like, Harry, are you okay? Because like his mind was blank, at least trying to get it. Mm. So by the end of the day, he's on his way to Snape's office after, um, his dinner and like he kind of runs into Cho. So he's glad kind of, he's going to postpone his little meeting for just a minute. So he, like, has her, like, come over to where, like, the hourglasses are that have, um, that hold, like, the points for all of the, um, um, not schools. Yeah, thank you, houses. I want to call it schools. (laughs) And he notices, or it's noticed, that uh, Gryffindor's one is almost empty. (sighs) So he asks her, like, how she is. Has Umbridge asked her about like the DA at all? And she's like, no, she hasn't. But she just wanted to talk to Harry because she wanted to like say she never thought Marietta would do what she did. So Harry is none too pleased with this line of conversation. I just when you said DA, I literally thought you were going to say the DAR and everybody who watches Gilmore Girls oh will God, know what I'm talking about. Of the American Revolution. Is yes. What it's I watch that show. I know things. Sure. And. I literally heard D-A-R and I was like, wait, what? D-A-R-N, you know. So Harry's not pleased with this line of conversation. Cho says that Marietta is a nice person who had just made a mistake. And Harry kind of counters with the fact that she sold them all out, like including um, Cho. And so I just wanted to read from the book because I hate um, paraphrasing people's conversations, (laughs) to be honest with you. Um, (laughs) Because she's like, she's a lovely person, really, said Cho. She just made a mistake. Harry looked at her incredulously. A lovely person who made a mistake. She sold us all out, including you. Well, we all got away, didn't we, said Cho pleadingly. You know, her mom works for the ministry. It's really difficult for her. Ron's dad works for the ministry, too, said Harry said furiously. Yeah. And in case you hadn't noticed, he hasn't gotten sneak written across his face. That was a really horrible trick of Hermione Granger, said Cho fiercely. She should have told us she'd jinxed that list. I think it was a brilliant idea, said Harry coldly. Well, I shouldn't have said it like that. I think it was a brilliant idea, said Harry coldly. 
Are you laughing? Where's the difference? <laughs> you read it like the same. I think it was a brilliant idea. <laughs> the other one was a lot of Harry coldly. You can't be. You can't I think it's a great idea. <laughs> you can't read something coldly with a lot of pep, but also I was trying not to laugh the second time I read it. <clears throat> I think it was a brilliant idea. Is that better, Tiffany? Yeah, whatever. Cho flushed and her eyes grew brighter. Oh, yes. I forgot. Of course. If it was darling Hermione's idea. Don't start crying again, said Harry warningly. I wasn't going to, she shouted. Yeah, well, good, he said. I've got enough to cope with at the moment. Go and cope with it then, she said furiously, turning on her heel and stalking off. I forgot he said that. I forgot straight up, even though I just read, I forgot he said that. Holy mackerel. Harry James Potter. I mean, he, he's he's a little bit of a hot head. <laughs> My goodness. A little? Yeah. So, you know, after their lovely little chat, oh. Cho stalks off. Harry fumes off. He's going towards Snape's office. Um, and he knows that Snape has an easier mm-hmm. time getting inside of his head when Harry's, like, angry. And But all he can think about on his walk downstairs to the dungeons are like more of the things he could have said to show about her friend, which like hashtag ha- me. I was going to say, hasn't everyone Every always time. Said, like, you <laughs> have an argument, you do something. Yeah. And then you think of like the ultimate thing to say afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Always. So obviously Harry is late after talking to Cho and Snape isn't here for it. He's like, uh, dude, you're late. He asks Harry about his practicing of the mind stuff. And Harry says, yes, you know, like, a, or has he asks him if he's been practicing? And Harry says, yes, you know, like a liar. Don't worry, though, because Snape's about to find out if he's being truthful or not. <laughs> Should I read this? Because now I am going to laugh. Uh-huh. They take their wands out and they mm-hmm. get into, like, their positions where, like, they're standing across from each other. And on the count of three, they're going to do, like, the stuff. But then Malfoy bursts through the door Um and like they're both like, Ugh! Snape's like, oh, he's just here for remedial potions. Ugh. So Draco's very gleeful when Snape tells him. He that. like lights up like a stinking Christmas tree. Yeah. And he asks Snape asks Draco like what he wants. So it turns out that Umbridge needs Snape because they finally found Montague after his fight with the Capulets. He was jammed. Can you in the literally? <laughs> you've made this joke because it makes me laugh like a thousand times. Oh, good old Montague. They be fighting. Star-crossed lovers. (laughs) She says, they be fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Romeo, Romeo, where art thou, Romeo? Thus, with a kiss, I die, I die. I like the one line where it's, um, if I were a glove upon that hand, that I might touch thy cheek, thy cheek. So he... Montague was jammed in a toilet on the fourth floor. I shouldn't laugh because that's pretty terrible. Um, so can, it's been, can, it's can been we, a couple of hours since he was found. Can we picture this? Yeah, I don't know. Like, do you think he was feet first work? or head first? I hope feet first because he would drown if he was head first. Do you, He'd be getting do a, a bubble whirly. head charm on himself. Well, what do you do? Yeah, swirly. I called it a whirly the first time. <laughs> Did people actually ever do that? Yes. My dad has told me that he did that to multiple people in high school. Oh. Yeah. Bob. Good old Bob. Um, I never experienced that in my life. Same. What were you going to say? Picturing him in a toilet? 
Yeah. Feet first. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like just thinking like if it was head first, maybe he did the bubble head charm, you know. But he's confused. Then I don't know. We got some feet stuck in there. Are we in the basilisk pipes? No, because he was on the fourth floor, and that's on the... He's literally in a toilet. Yeah. I don't know. He's jammed in a toilet. In my mind, you're stuck there. Is it strawberry or grape? Do you know, like, do you ever... Yeah, I feel like he can't get himself out. Like, he himself could not decide to, like, get himself out. People saying this. You know, you've been in the bathroom for a long time. They're like, oh, we thought you fell in. Has anyone ever said that to you? Have you ever actually almost yes. fallen in? Because I have. Yeah. You ever get up real late at I've night and accidentally before. lift both seats up and go to sit and you're like, Ugh. well, also growing <laughs> up with brothers, sharing a bathroom with them. Um, and like now as a 30 year old, like I look before I sit majority of the time just out of habit. Um, but sometimes you don't. And working in a hospital, I'm like, wait, wait, let me put the toilet, te- toilet seat down before they go to sit. Because I'm like, you're going to end up in the toilet. <laughs> so give me a second. Have you ever sat on the lid? On <laughs> yes. a I also have yes. done this. <laughs> yes. And it's the worst feeling ever. You're like, why is it so cold and everywhere? Uh, my parents got a new toilet because they had to redo their bathroom because their um, shower was broken. And their toilet seat is like warmed. Like it's a, it's got it's a like preset a preset on toilet seat. I don't what? like it because that's what it makes me think of. Oh. Yeah, they have a fancy toilet. It's a bidet. Has anybody ever peed on the lid on accident because it was down? <laughs> no, I've never. I've I've realized that. As a matter of fact, no. Catherine. Oh, I have. Are you serious? <laughs> I have. Yeah, I will yeah. say this: if Plus, Megan ever just, like, asks not even you thinking about a question it. like that, means, have you yes. ever done this? That means she's done it and <laughs> wants to know if you've it. done it as well. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Uh, yeah. Well, potty talk, my friend. Man. Potty. Weasel King. So, um, yes. they want Snape there. Obviously, it's his student. He's the head of house or whatever. And Draco was saying, like, he, they aren't sure. Like, Montague's not sure how he got there. He's really confused. So then Snape turns to Harry, tells him that they'll resume their lessons tomorrow instead. So he like goes to leave his office with Draco following right behind him, but not before Draco turns around and mouths remedial potions to Harry. Hmm. Um, so then obviously like Harry is like embarrassed for the fact that like Snape had to say that like he's taking remedial potions when like that's not the case, but also like they can't tell Draco like what they're doing. Um, but he's also like mad because Draco's Draco, you know? So Harry's super angry. He goes yeah. to leave and he's like right about at the door. He sees like a patch of uh, shivering light on the door frame. And they kind of remind him of the lights that he saw in his dream from the night before. Um, and like there were the lights from the second room that he had walked through. So he turns and he sees that the light is coming from the pensive that's sitting on Snape's desk. Say it right. The pulsy. <laughs> so the contents were ebbing and like swirling within it. And Harry's looking literally looking at Snape's physical thoughts, um, not like looking into them. So the ones that he didn't want Harry to see if he got through like Snape's defenses. Um, so, you know, there's some juicy deets up in that. Mm. I'd like to see. 
We will. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. So Harry takes like two steps towards the desk and he's like just thinking really hard about like, what if there's information about the Department of Mysteries in those thoughts? Or like, what if the, those thoughts are like what the order is kind of keeping from Harry? Yeah. He knows that there, there are things that have been removed from Snape's mind that he's not supposed to know. But truthfully, so Snape hiding these like James and James memories, essentially, because the Lily memories aren't the the more informative Lily memories aren't really there yet. But like the other stuff, the Voldemort memories, all the Death Eater things that he's done that we don't know about still. I think he's pulling like his like it's saying his worst memories. So like thinking that. Well, I think he's pulling things that he specifically is like if Harry ever saw these things, I would be mortified. Yes. Not just Harry, but I think a lot of people. If he found out that we knew that Harry knew. Us specific swish and flick. Yeah. He would be nah, none too pleased. It would be an onane on that one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. So Harry's thinking like. He's taken the information that they don't want me to know out, not thinking like my dad's in there. Um, So he glances over his shoulder. He can kind of feel his heart pounding. He's wondering like how much time he has if he chose to look at Snape's thoughts. Um, And like, have you ever been in that kind of situation where like you're about to do something that like you really probably shouldn't be doing, but you know you're going to do it anyway. So like you want to make sure that you have like enough time to do it and not get caught. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of thinking like, okay, so like, is Snape going to stay with Montague? Is he going to just come back to his office after he like is with him in like the toilets or is he going to like go and, um, bring him to the hospital wing? Mm-hmm. So Harry is sure that Snape would be, um, make sure that he is going to be okay. Like take him to the hospital wing and everything. Mm-hmm. Because after all, Montague is the captain of the Quidditch team for, um, Slytherins. So he's like, okay, I know he's going to go with him to make sure he's fine in the hospital wing whatever else because like Snape wants to win another you know it is a student so Harry walks even closer to the desk that has the pen pulsive um, on it and he's just kind of looking at the so- thoughts that are swirling within it and he's listening um, to see if there's anything going out in the court going going on out in the corridor um, and he hears nothing so then he pokes the liquid with his wand which I probably would dun, do too dun, dun. Oh, the tangled webs we weave. But I'm I'm just like <sighs> I'm excited for the next half of this chapter. Same, first of all. But here's your first lightning bolt. Would you have looked in Snape's memories? Heck well, I don't yeah, even know your answer. I already know that. <laughs> I sure would. I'm super nosy. I I would a little bit, and I think I think what you were saying about how you know you like weigh your options. Like, do I have enough time for this? You know, I don't know. Like, I think Harry thought that he was gonna like pop on and then like pop off, <laughs> but he got immersed in what they were. You know what I mean? Like when mm-hmm. we go into the next chapter. <clears throat> I was sobbing, by the way, so I'm probably going to cry when we record it, but this weekend, he gets so immersed in what he sees that it's not just like an in and an out because he's so 
caught up in what he's seeing and who he's with. This is my favorite scene from this book when I read it the first time. And I was so excited, which sounds awful, but I was more so excited to see, um, his, his like parents, you know what I mean? Like interacting at Hogwarts and like seeing all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it did not, in my opinion, do it justice at all in the movies. I was, it was just very very disappointed. Um, cause I just, it just, you're so immersed. You don't get to see like, you're like Harry in this instance. He's craving anything to see his parents. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he gets this little kind of nugget, um, and that's me. I'm like, I just like, I'm thirsty for more. Like I want more. I want more. I mean, he um, would have, if Dumbledore hadn't moved the mirror of Erised, he would have lost his mind in front of it. I guarantee you that Oh, for sure. being young, he would have yeah, gone every, every single night. night, like somebody and Dumbledore did. Somebody had to, to, to stop him from seeing this mirror because he would have done mm-hmm. it and you cannot blame him. You can't blame him. Yeah. All right. I mean, you can. So, Kate, I'm sorry. We all would. Kate, I don't know. I might. <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, okay. We got a definitive answer. I wouldn't. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, why, would, why wouldn't because you? Because you're like a good girl. Because I'd be too scared to get in trouble. He does get caught, doesn't that's he? That's dumb. It is dumb, you know, but... You know, that's just how I live my life. But do you think if you had, if you knew that some stuff was going down and your answer was sitting in that punsy. But his answer isn't sitting in that. But he doesn't know that it's not. He doesn't know that we know that they know. If I knew I was going to see hotty hot. Oh, my Lord. All right. Hotty hot. I'd be in there. Hot like, McWerewolf. Could I mm-hmm. talk to him and convince him to like ask Lily out? She was said yes. You know, I um after all this time, no pun intended, I ship Wolfstar. Lupin and Sirius? I do. I'm okay with I that. I don't I didn't know that was what that was called until this podcast. It just seems so natural. You know what seems natural in my head, Canon? Sure. It's like I ship serious with like anybody. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> I, like, I don't know where right. this is like where this comes from, but he does seem like that kind of person that was like, I'm here for I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. You Correct. Know? Yes. I don't mind him in my I internet like the stories. wine, not the label. That's serious black. Mm. I too like the wine and not the label. Mm hmm. All right, are we ready for some lightning bolt round questions? Yes, ma'am. For it. First up is from Vinny. He asks, if you could see one memory from each of the Marauders, what Good. would it be? Oh, right. Whoa. That's loaded. The night that... <laughs> Get out. Just have her leave. The door's already open. Oh, I was going to say something <laughs> back. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Wait, I have one. Oh for my all god! Them. All Go right, for it. it's the same memory—the day they all met on the Hogwarts Aww. Express. Because that's where I imagine they all met. That's good. It's a cop out answer. I don't know if I have one for it's two. Each I'd like of to see them. their wedding. <gasps> I thought it was. I think it was that good. It's just a well thought out that answer. I don't have that quick <laughs> of an answer. Um, I think that I would have really liked to see Sirius's memory whenever he leaves Grimmauld Place say that. to like go and live yeah. with James. Yeah, I was. Um, 
the moment in James's life when he finally convinces Lily to go mm. out with him because I still can't believe it happened. <laughs> um, it did, Megan. Yeah, I love it did. To see them telling their friends that they're pregnant. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that would be fun. Ugh. I also would really like to see the um, the first time that any of the Marauders is able to join Remus, like Remus's memory. That's what I was. Yeah. I literally changed <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, okay, the first yeah. night they're like all together, Aww. everybody transform. Yeah, he's making me want to cry and then a little Peter, bit. I really don't care. I don't need to see. <laughs> yeah, we don't memories. give a peep about him. Somewhere in my memory. <gasps> that's anybody that's else on have my anything Christmas list? Add? My no playlist. <laughs> <laughs> no, you took both of mine. Yeah. I'm sorry, Sarah. Do no, you I'd like any? to see the t- like when they told creation of the map. Maybe yeah, that'd be cool. Um, oh, oh, that'd be fun. Or maybe like when they all tell like um, Remus, like, "Hey, we're like either like I don't know if they told them like when they became Animaguses or whatever, and maybe or like that they were doing oh, like, it for him. Yeah. He'd probably um, be like, um, no, their wedding. Like, I think would be a yeah. great yeah." time to like just hang out with them oh, or like yeah. when they told like i just would love to see like sirius and remus's like faces when they're like we're having a baby um it's a boy or his first birthday i would love to see like sirius with yeah. harry like sirius oh. or harry's first birthday would be so cute little did they know oh. literally brandon said what i was thinking except he made it even more emotional he said, I want to feel the memory of Lupin being accepted for who he oh is by the guy. You guys are going to make me like, want to cry my little eyes out. My heart. Uh, all right, let's move on. Um, I can't. I just need to. Pasha asked, I like this one, which club would you join, create, or lead at Hogwarts? Chess club. Hmm. <laughs> no, I don't even remember. <laughs> Wizards chess. I don't even remember how to play chess. Oh, God. I would create the Muggle Quidditch Club, <laughs> and you have to play it like Muggles. I really liked what they were saying in the chat. I don't know who exactly said this, so I'm sorry that I can't um, give you credit. But I'm surprised that there are no clubs at Hogwarts for like Muggle sports. Huh. Yeah, for Muggleborns and stuff. Like, why isn't there like a soccer club or something? Football. You know, because like it's so big. Football, football, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> or like I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. What's that? I'd rugby. create a book club. Yeah, big? rugby. Oh, a book club you would be fun. Would. Hey, would you have a podcast? No. Yeah. <laughs> Technology doesn't work over there. <laughs> On the WWN, you'd have a radio oh, show. Good, good, good um, I would do that. I'm trying to think of like what clubs I was in. I was an art club. I was in like no I was in clubs. business club. We made cookies. Megan would be singing yeah. with them frogs. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely, I definitely would have joined the choir. Yeah, would you hold a toad? She <laughs> holds no. two toads, one in each hand. Wait, do you think that the students who do hold the toads have to like practice with the toads? Probably. <laughs> to become one. Do you remember when, one with your when toad? Chris Rankin was telling us about filming? Um, the yes. scene where like he had to have a toad in his pocket to be like, oh, here I found this for Neville. He goes, we shot it. And it was a and real it, didn't he say like oh, it took a long it kept, time? He goes, it kept and then it got peeing cut. on him. Yeah, he's like, and then it got cut. 
Yeah, it kept peeing. Yeah, it kept peeing on his pocket. What did he? Oh he kept gosh. saying it, he kept saying it was weeing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, I love him. <laughs> um, I don't know. Workout um, club. Right. We're getting swole. Ooh, swole words. <laughs> uh, next up is from Sam, and uh, she asked, "What outrageous things would you take points from the other hosts for?" Like Malfoy did. For not being as cool mm. as me. 50 points each. Sarah, five points for going off topic. <laughs> oh. Every five minutes. Five <laughs> points from Tiff for maxing out the mic. <laughs> Ten points from Sasa. Five points from Katie. Butt. Just because she's a Hufflepuff. No, oh my God. I'm not making you popcorn. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was going to say because you don't talk enough. I'm going to take five points from each of us for the cats meowing that was loud honestly <laughs> god they're so annoying i love them. i'm gonna take thirty thousand points from sarah and megan just for saying the name marietta <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say i'm gonna take points away from megan for disagreeing and being wrong about marietta <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna take to 20 you. points from katie for saying that she can see it one way, but she also sees it the other <laughs> way. <laughs> I'm going to say life. I'm going to take points away from Megan because of lettuce. Just lettuce. <laughs> five points. Five points away from anybody who disagrees with me that Mrs. Norris oh is a polydactyl cat. I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with it. She's a polydactyl thumbs cat. Are not, like not her thumbs don't work like thumbs. that. She can't tie. You know what? Maybe <sighs> she ran into Lockhart and she doesn't have bones in her tail. She there you can go. just tie it you up how she wants. Just muscle. Don't do this to me. Every time I tell Fozzie to do something, <laughs> he says, I ain't got no shams. <laughs> Is that really yeah, what he says? I make him say that. I've heard him I say don't it. I have no shams. <laughs> <laughs> and this morning I moved my workout mirror to be like closer so I could like watch my form because I felt like I was getting a little messy. And he was looking in the mirror and I was like, Do you see that utter dig? <laughs> <laughs> and he like looked at himself and I was like, That's another dig. <laughs> and then he left me. He, he so left weird. me during yoga today. He was too bored. I would leave you too. I don't blame him. Ugh. All right. Next question is from Marcus. What magical good trouble would you get up to in order to bring Umbridge down? Mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this is going to be good. I'm not going to say because it's not. No. Oh. Is it wheat? Wheat. Wheat. So wheat. What, am I, what am I trying to do? Get her in trouble but not break rules? But like break the rules like yeah. they broke the rules. You can break rules. No, you can break oh, rules. What like how the, like what would you do like the Weasley twins did to bring I would try down? and distract her with a conversation as much as I could and then have her not jump that step and get stuck. Mm. <laughs> I would do regurgitating toilets in all of the toilets. That's oh, gross. that's good. Good old I would Willie. Have all her Willie Wittershins. Shout out to her. Willie Wittershins. What'd you say? I would probably like send a spell into her office to break all the cat plates. Oh, does that so kill the cats? Change. They don't want to be there. Everything no. in there to be black. No. 
What if you had them all oh, hack up real hairballs out of the place? Wait, wait everything Ew. turns black and then the whole room just blasts. I want to paint it black. <laughs> and then I would just lock her out of her office. That would make her so mad. True. If she like, there was no way for her to get back into her office. It was all just stuck. Change in. her. And I would take my broom yeah. back and I'd fly around her and be like, what now? Banned I'm for not- life? Try me. I you're thought you were gonna, gonna say, say I swear. So did I. Yeah. Because um, I probably would have. <laughs> what if you changed her nameplate on her desk to say like fake headmistress or not headmistress? <laughs> or Lame Professor Dumbridge? <gasps> <laughs> All right. Let's see. What if it just said poo? What if you had it like a uh, cloud flood around her that just always smelled like farts? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> or like, what if there was just like a storm cloud around her all the time? That make her so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Mia, did you just win? Hello. Oh god. Zelda's on the bingo board. I love it. Bob's shorts. Oh. oh. All right. Next question is from Isaiah. If Harry had drunk the truth potion, do you think he could have fought it since he can fight the Imperial's no. curse? I kind of oh, think yes. I don't think that. If anyone could, I think Harry I don't think could. you can fight no. Virgis here. It is what it is, buddy. No, I think uh, you can. No, no you can. It's just really Who hard. Who says these things? Cannon no, says they it. say no. You can, you can fight it because if you are expecting <laughs> it, you have to be caught oh my off guard. God. That's literally like a thing. No, it really. No, is. that's literally a thing. That's why they I'm don't use it the at throat. the ministry. Right. <laughs> that's why they don't swear. use They're it. They're still at the arguing with you, ignoring <laughs> the fact that you drop the poop bomb. <laughs> God bless you. I well, I didn't you even said it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I don't believe it. It's it literally is. online. It's there. She's not lying to you. I don't sit for it, and I don't stand for it. Harry can totally totally set myself. I don't think he can. I don't think I he's think that he talented. Too. No, I don't think. Yeah. He, I don't think Peter's he could. As much as I want him to. Potter's. I mean, Petrus's are more powerful, and we win. Boom. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to poop in your popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, popcorn. Delicious. I don't know what makes you more powerful, but you're wrong. So that's all right. Um, Just being a Petrus automatically makes you more powerful. I I mean, I'm a descendant of royalty, so no, thank you. Illusion. Do we have time for one more? Because we have to do this. Michael. Sure. Is it a Twilight one? Vinny asks, no. sort no. the Twilight Vinny. characters. Yes. Yes. Bella. We're doing Hufflepuff. it. Bella Squib. <laughs> no, That's she's a Hufflepuff. Wait. She's loyal. Squib. Bella. Human Squib. or vampire? I feel like she mm. changes. Bella human. Hufflepuff. Squib. Jacob, you think is a squib? Bella vampire. Muggle. Gryffindor. Um, not Edward. in the universe. No. Ravenclaw. 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 I think he's a Slytherin. Muggle. I could see that too. 
Muggleborn. Who cares? I don't Who hate cares? him. Although I haven't read the books in like 10 years. So. Enjoyable to look at, but also, no. He is a fine Alice. <sighs> Slytherin. Muggleborn. No. Jacob expelled. <laughs> what about Charlie Swan? Gryffindor. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. What? Yeah. Yeah. He's so brave, though. Totally. Hufflepuff's going to be brave. Is he? Yeah. He is Vice brave. His daughter. His daughter. She's a lady. He's, he's loyal to her. We got Claw. Mm-hmm. We got Griff. Griff. They would all be in Ilvermorny anyways. Uh, is Ilvermorny <laughs> even a thing anymore? <laughs> hey. Forget Ilvermorny. Oh, oh. I'm over it. Hogwarts are best. <laughs> Mia, you're not wrong. All right. Oh, wait, hold on. One more. (laughs) Vinny says, what would Edward's worst memory be? Marrying Bella. (laughs) Good. Probably him having to like turn Bella, actually. Yeah, I'm sure. No, his worst memory is probably thinking that Bella was gone and he was going to go into the vulture. I I literally cannot. The more I think about it, I can't. With this, <laughs> with every single, I own every single book. I've seen every you single mo- last movie. One, didn't you? I've the, read. What is it called? I, Midnight Sun. I even no, I didn't read that yet. Oh, and the no, oh, the more we're talking Sun, about I it, it, I'm gonna give that book away. I can't with this. It's good. Just read it. Just read Megan, it. Megan, she's good. still reading Eye of the World. It's been months. I downloaded another book. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> If you don't All want right. to finish it, don't Who finish won? it. I don't know. It's we'll a see. good book. Midnight Sun was very good. I Midnight Sun was good. I got to say. I Midnight don't Sun. love her writing. I didn't love the writing of the three Twilight books, but Midnight Sun was books. pretty good. <laughs> That's true. And a little offshoot, The Short Life of Brie Tanner or something like this. It I didn't read that. Fine, I suppose. But here's my thing. When Katie said when he thought Bella was gone and he was going to the Volturi, I wanted to projectile because it's so extra. I mean, there's literally like when it's he exactly left, like, like Romeo and when Juliet, he left though. her. Yeah, but that's Shakespeare. There's literally like four pages in that book that are just <laughs> blank. Maybe more than four pages. There's just blank pages in the book because like there's time passes. Dude, it's in my um, head. Can we talk about the house no. cup? Is it Slytherin? It's probably not Gryffindor. Snakes for the win! Cheater, cheater, Woo! pumpkin eater. I'm so over you guys. Yeah, this, like, there's just parts where like, I don't like that Slytherin. he's sparkling in the sunlight. I don't know. That's just not for me. Um, the whole imprinting thing on Renesme or however you say her name, it's not for me. Uh, so but essentially, like, I'm not going to shame people. Like, if you liked it, I I did like them. Yeah, re- like you do, you boo. Renesma, it's not me. <laughs> I just heard your child. Renesma, no, no. Congratulations, Renesma. That's Alec Baldwin. Yes, well done. Wait, is that Slytherin how you say her name? However, however, <laughs> Slytherin still won. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Puffs when they say that there's a change of decoration. <laughs> it's like my well, favorite party hat. 
This week's fan story comes from Sarah Schwartz. Da-da-da! Hi, ladies. I'm Sarah, but unlike yours, I'm a proud Hufflepuff. Shout out to Katie. Woo woo woo! <laughs> and my overmorning house is Puckwudgie. My Patronus is a West Highland Terrier, and my wand is 11 inches, quite bendy flexibility, redwood with a unicorn hair core. I stumbled across your podcast about six months ago, and I fell in love within the first episode. Y'all are so knowledgeable, fun to listen to, and you brought things to light that I didn't notice in my literal hundreds of rereads. I get such joy from listening to the podcast, and I can't wait to catch up. Despite being a patron and listening to the live recordings, I'm just at the start of Goblet of Fire. This is when she sent this in, so I don't know if this is so accurate. My Potter story may not be that unique, but it brought me into this amazing world and led me to some of the most amazing people in my life, so I thought it was time I shared it with you all. I was nine years old when my younger sister, who is a Slytherin and two years younger than I, brought me, bought me a paperback copy of Sorcerer's Stone at the Scholastic Book Fair at my elementary school. Shout out to Scholastic what Book up? Fairs. Heck they yes. smell so good. Yes. They do. I have always been an avid reader, so it was no surprise that I devoured the book. I've never felt more impatient in my life than each time I finished the newest book in the series, knowing that I had a long wait ahead until the next one was released. I've reread the series so many times that my paperback copy of Sorcerer's Stone had to be replaced because I physically couldn't tape any more pages <laughs> back in. And my hardback of Prisoner of Azkaban, incidentally my favorite of the series, is one small yank away from the entire binding falling apart. The binding is fragile. For all that my sister and I may be such drastically different people, my well-loved paperback of Sorcerer's Stone may be one of the most influential gifts I've ever received and I'm eternally grateful for it. It was amazing to be a part of this amazing journey, to feel the joy of the victories, to sob hysterically as I read Dumbledore's funeral, and to know that no matter where I am in my life or what is happening, the magic of the Wizarding World and Hogwarts will always be there to welcome me home. I am who I am today because of Harry Potter. It has been part of me for more than two-thirds of my life so far, and the people I've met and the lessons I've learned through this amazing and ever-growing world of wonders will continue to push me to be my best self for years to come. Thank you, JKR, for creating the Wizarding World, and thank you, Tiffany, Megan, Katie, and Sarah, for continuing to make Harry Potter as magical as it was the very first time I read it. Finding Switch and Flick was like coming home all over again. All my love, Sarah Schwartz. P.S. Thank you for creating such a loving and accepting community of people on your various social media platforms. We Swishers are truly a family, and I love you all. Don't let the muggles get you down. Sarah, not O'Malley. <laughs> that is so sweet. I thought you were yelling at me for a second. Love it. <laughs> no. First of all, you are a very mm -hmm. active patron. And we obviously love that. You're super mm -hmm. cool. And I love your yeah. story. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. that you... I mean, I think we all have a book that is literally like in Seven. tatters. Um, Seven's mine. Of course, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> and it's so sweet to hear like... I, I just when people compare Swish to Hogwarts, like it makes me just like want to cry. It's it amazing. makes me very happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's thank awesome. you. So thank you very much for sending in your story. Yeah, thank you. And now I have to pick from two jokes. Tell them both. And it's hard. Yeah, tell them both. All right, two jokes today. Where does Hermione learn everything she knows? Not from Voldemort. Which a nose. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> uh oh. No, Wikipedia was better. Okay. 
The other one is, why didn't the professors like having twins Padma and Party Pravati Patil at Hogwarts? Mm. They never knew which witch was which. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're welcome. I think I liked Wikipedia better. I'm trying to find Twilight jokes, but I don't off. see any yet. Weird. <gasps> I've got a joke yeah. ready. Jacob. Oh my Whoa. God. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, are they called Twihards? Yes. Is that real? Ooh, this yeah. is not a nice one. Why can't Edward read Bella's mind? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. There's why. nothing to read. <laughs> That's mean. That's not nice. Okay, don't read that one. That's not appropriate. We'll tell them after. Let's. Uh, you got any more there? Or are we moving All on? All right. These are not. Nice. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> our channel is called Swish and Flick Podcast. Find us on social media on Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast and on Twitter at Swish Flick Cast and on Instagram at Swish Flick Cast. You can follow your hosts. Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at the Petrus Family. Tiffany's on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Swish Flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Wait, Tiff Swish underscore. Mm. Oh, sorry. Tiff Swish Get underscore right. Flick. Right. You're correct. <laughs> if you love this podcast and want to support us and be a part of it, you can join us on Patreon. We have different levels that you can donate to us every month from $2 up to $25. It gives you all kinds of different things, including access to our amazing and lovely Discord channel. Um, access to our Phoenix Hangouts every month, our YouTube Live Q&As, Puff Pastry, the Phoenix Plus boxes, which, let me tell you guys, we have finalized the items in them, and I'm pretty stoked Yay. for January's Already box. Um, so yeah, thank you to all of our current patrons. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. Patrons for love. Tiff, what you up to, girl? I just finished a book called Ghosts of Gettysburg, and I really enjoyed it. And I know I talked about it before, but like it was one of those books that the stories like literally made the hair on the back of my neck stand up and wash your hair. They're a dollar on (laughs) Kindle. (laughs) That makes no sense. Because it's so dirty and just yeah. You're so weird. <laughs> I'm so Katie. <laughs> Megan and I are like, all right. Oh. <laughs> so it's hilarious. The Ghost of Gettysburg is like a series, and the author is Mark Nesbitt. <laughs> so isn't there a Nesbitt in Harry Potter? There's no, there's, there's Mrs. Nesbitt story. Sucking down Darjeeling. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I finished that book. It was really, really good. And then I had a, a guy I went to high school with posted a picture of a book and the cover was intriguing. And um, he was like, the caption of his picture was, don't read in the car, don't read in the car, don't read while driving. And I was like, dude, you're really excited about this book. So I looked it up 
And apparently it's like this this really big series. And then I continued to read about the author. And Sasa, you will enjoy this. I hate it already. The author is actually the guy who finished writing the Wheel of Time series. Oh, okay. After is it Brandon? Uh-huh. <laughs> Brandon Sanderson. Yeah. So it's like the Mistborn ser- series. And apparently it's supposed to be really good. I've heard things about that. Like I, they, people say I would like it. So I downloaded the first book and it was free on Kindle. Which I thought Do you want to talk really about cool. the fact that you still have to finish Eye of the World? Do I? Unless you don't want to. Do you not like the book? I um, sometimes I need to take breaks from books. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I I mean I'm reading whatever the fourth one is. I don't remember what it's called. I'm reading the third of the Court of Thorns and Roses or whatever mm-hmm. that's called. Harry Potter. What's that? There's another book that it's like not important that I was telling you earlier about that I was reading. Mm-hmm. So that's um, that. And then (laughs) Megan and Katie, I'm sure, will be excited about this. There's a new update for Animal Crossing. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I downloaded it this morning. downloaded that today. And it doesn't start yet. But in other video game news, um, Age of Calamity is coming out as we're recording tomorrow. And I haven't decided if I want to buy it yet or ask for it for Christmas. Basically, it's a Legend of Zelda game. It is more like a fighting game, but with like a really big storyline to it. And it is the events that happened before Breath of the Wild. <gasps> so that's what the Breath of the Wild. I don't is, know. That right there. I don't know. Spoiled it. I kind of want to <laughs> buy it, but then I'm like, maybe I should just ask for Christmas. So I'm torn. Anyways, that's me. Um, what am I up to? Well, I purchased Obama's new book, A Promise. Is it A Promised Land? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm super excited to start it. Um, it's one of those books where, like, I mean, I knew that it was coming out. But I hadn't decided if I was just going to, like, get a digital copy or rent it, like, digitally from the library or something. (laughs) What is wrong with you? I've never said I rented a book from the library. Like, on Kindle. You can, like, rent digital copies on Kindle. I don't call that. I don't consider that renting. What do you call it? I just took a book out of the library. You know what it made me or think borrowing of? borrowing a book from the library. <laughs> Megan this morning said she it was so cold in Florida that she wore long jeans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> long and I jeans. was like, <laughs> long jeans. <laughs> Jean pants. Listen. Because I've just been wearing like shorts. shorts. Yeah, I know. But I was like, Whatever. I long was like. Jeans. In like downward dog, I was and just like, like long jeans, and I felt fell out and lost it. <laughs> I was like emphasizing the fact that it was like long right. pants. Like I had to wear pants, you could just yeah, say or jeans. pants. Yeah, I know, but whatever. Long jeans. So anyway, I didn't know. I didn't know how I was going to acquire this book. I wasn't sure. But then we walked into Target. It was right there on the display. This was like the day that it released, and I picked it up and I just like opened it to the middle. 
and it was one of those books where like the pages like just felt so nice like i don't know the yeah, paper that I get it. he picked mm-hmm. for that book was just like and i was like i need yeah. this so i bought it anyway just i'm really excited to read it and other than that the weather's finally getting nice down here which i'm excited for like yes, I was able to wear a sweatshirt out in public yesterday. A long t-shirt, <laughs> a long sleeve sweatshirt, and some long a jeans. Long <laughs> oh, but yeah, uh, I don't think I have anything else. We decorated for Christmas. I don't know if I told people it was, that. It was I'm all excited. over the Instagram. Our Harry Potter tree. Yeah, our Harry Potter tree is. Rock in this year. Or do you rock around it? Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, it's in the corner, yeah, so I can't can. really. We but. can rock near it. <laughs> Rocking near <laughs> the Christmas tree. We can't <laughs> go all around. <laughs> There's walls. <clears throat> what do I want to shout out? I've actually been thinking I want to shout out. So, like, we have our. Facebook. Okay, what that's my cat slamming Teddy doors. Doing. I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's literally he's my literally cat slamming, slamming doors door. in the kitchen to try to get into the cabinet. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Children. Children. Um, we have our Facebook group, and we have a lot of groups off of our Facebook group. So I want to shout out our Swish and Fit mm. group because that's been giving me some life lately. Yeah. Um, whether you are into fitness or not if you're thinking about it i would recommend because it's just like really motivational and it's cool to see what other people are doing and it just helps put you in the right mood you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's a little it's a little extra community within our community and i don't know if everybody knows about it so i felt really good this morning playing animal crossing while katie tiffany and carrie worked out Yeah. <clears throat> That's all I got. Sasa. Um, I'm really not doing anything. I'm just trying to survive. Work has been um insanely busy. <clears throat> and that's literally that's all I've done since the last time we recorded was worked. And it was it was busy. So just honestly, if you have people in your life that are essential workers, especially if they're in healthcare, check on them because if it's anything like my hospital's been, it's it's you're not okay a lot. Um, so I don't know. Is it like a lot specifically because of what's going yeah, on? Yeah, we had a lot of COVID patients, and then because of the time of year, we have a lot of other like people like that um, are sick. So we're just like it's just uh, for at least from what I can say from my the first surge, it's just. Um, world of difference because yeah i think that um it's like it's crazy because people in the in these times people forget about other illnesses mm-hmm. that are going on well, too because we're so and, focused yes. on and COVID. even the first time around like, cause like no one was really like our hospital was like slow really um and we're a newer hospital hospital anyway so um and I, I just remember hearing like just not even from them, but like from a lot of hospitals being like you it, like if you because people didn't, I, I get it like 
they don't want to go to the hospital because they don't want to get infected with anything or whatever. And not just with COVID, but like other things, you know? Um, And they were like, if you need to go to the hospital, like you should go to the hospital. So now, I mean, it's just everybody's sick. Yeah. I know we were supposed to come up for Thanksgiving and we decided against Mm -hmm. it. Well, I work Thanksgiving. It's my holiday so. anyway, so I'll be at the hospital, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But that's really, I've been trying to read it's just gonna be and take uh, care of myself like when I'm not at work. Um, mm-hmm. So this week, literally, I like almost lost yesterday completely. I had a horrible migraine most of the day. Mm. Migraines are awful. They're like debilitating. Yeah. I've only heard horror stories. Not, yeah, I'm so grateful. I, I don't, don't get, get them a ton. Um, Same. But... Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Oh, you know what? I do have a question, though, for listeners. Send me hair mask recommendations. That's what I want to talk about. Because I need hair masks in my life. (laughs) Oh, I actually, I actually tried one. Is it from Raw Sugar? It's Raw Sugar. Nice. I enjoyed it. (laughs) Smelled nice and it worked well. Well, I've been trying to like up self-care because really i mean that's what we i know it's like so cliche to say now but you need to take care of yourself so i've been trying to like take care of my skin more and you know i've been Mm -hmm. walking a little bit extra because we got a a new to us treadmill down in the basement so i've been adding like 10 15 minute walks and i feel a difference in um just like my strength and and whatever and my endurance and just doing little things to take care of yourself. Like I drink, I've been drinking a cup of sleepy time tea at night and it just makes me feel good. Like after I do my whole face thing and I, I and I have that. sleepy time tea, I'm like, it just feels good. So like do stuff that feels good, but everybody, I mean this pandemic or not, everybody should be taking time to 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 make yourself feel good whether that's pushing in a workout getting up and walking doing a new face routine doing a hair mask painting your nails i really like laying in my bed stretching super comfortable reading like just do something so i challenge everybody this week try and do at least like three days this week do something for yourself. Do something different. Do something different. But Can do something stand. positive. Stand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I recently got rose hip oil for my face, and oh, I've actually I, noticed a difference with only using it. I can't it for put anything days, rose on my I face. I really like it. I got that rose cuticle oil. I use it once a day. It's I don't know nice. how it would, well it would work on my hands, but I get like a rash on my lips if I put anything rose, anything rose or peppermint on my skin. My body's like, Ugh. is rose and rose hip the same I thing? Know. I have no idea. <laughs> yes, Mia, it was. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just trying to. I don't know what I was going to tell you. Something. Oh, I'm giving I'm trying to give up caffeine right now because I haven't been sleeping. Mm. Um, so we'll see how well that works. Get yourself some like decaf teas so you can still have that like hot. Yeah. Do herbal, yeah. Yeah, I just had to look. If you Mm -hmm. like, if you like a chai, but you don't want caffeine from like a normal chai, 
Try Bengal Spice by yes, um, uh, what's the company? Celestial. Oh, Celestial Seasonings. I drink. It's I do their sleepy time. I just had to make sure. Like I didn't tea. do any tea or coffee today. I'm sure I'll be hurting tomorrow. You're probably gonna have three days of not niceness, and then you'll get out but of like, it. Like I, yeah, I'm very, hard. very, very prone to headaches. So honestly, it's nothing unusual. <laughs> yeah. And I think part of me having a migraine. I take allergy medication after every night. Right at the end of every night, and I didn't take it on Tuesday. Like I literally pass out in my bed, mm. which is a semi lie. But I just was too tired to like take it. Yeah, and I woke up, and so I think part of it was like my sinuses were rejecting my life. <clears throat> That'll do. But all right, well, like we said, do something for you. We're all trying to do more self care, so I think every Swisher should do that as well because it's only gonna be only gonna be good for you. And I like what Sam yes in our chat said. So we know what this is for. This is for self-care in Swishmas. We didn't want to do like for yes. Bella and Edward. <laughs> Mia said to do for Potty and Weasel King. Potty? <laughs> Weasel King? Be good, Potty. All right. Well, we'll do it for all of those things. Everything that was listed, minus the toilet yes. stuff. Okay. <laughs> that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. You know what? You know what we're gonna have for Swishmas? Salad. (laughs) (laughs) Salad and seafood. (laughs) All right, are we ready? (laughs) Surfing Earth. Surfing Earth. (laughs) I like have superhuman strength, and I glitter in the sun. Also, my physical features are perfect. Also, my heart doesn't beat anymore. I don't need to sleep, and I don't need sustenance. And I'm really cold. <laughs> you do need sustenance. Oh, you need a like, lot of sustenance. It well, just I'm is not going to be eating any <laughs> strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. I will eat pizza crust if it's like seasoned really well. But if you're just throwing me some plain garbage, no. What you waste wrong the with crust. You? Yeah. It's a filler. No, 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 no. That's the only reason I eat the pizza is to get through to the crust. It is a filler for other things that could be going into my belly. Like ronies. I could eat more ronies. I want my ronies. You know what? (laughs) Why are you laughing at me? Ronies. Ronies are serious business. And everybody here knows I eat as much ronies as I can. (laughs) Eight brownies a day.